Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is Don Stallion. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Happy Friday to everybody. I am really excited about this show. I'm going to talk about the Braves advancing to the NLCS for the first time since 2001 with a dominant pitching performance, 7-0 over the Miami Marlins, and they will take on the Dodgers next week. I will preview that. We had a Thursday night game as Nick Foles does it again to Tom Brady, and the Bears get a big victory over the Buccaneers, 20-19, and we have some postponements in the NFL due to COVID, and I will make my NFL picks. First off, congratulations. Congratulations to the Atlanta Braves. They did it. 7-0. Kyle Wright was dominant. Five scoreless innings. The bullpen does it again. Freddie Freeman gets a couple of hits. He wakes up. Something about this team. Before Ronald Acuna was plunked by Sandy Alcantara in game one, the Braves were down 4-1. to one. And since then, the Marlins have not answered any call to the Braves. And they get the sweep. A much-needed sweep because they need to reset that starting pitching and they will take on the Los Angeles Dodgers next week, Monday night. And we don't have the times just yet, but they finally get some games in prime time. If you're a Braves fan, it must have been tough watching the last three games at 2 o'clock in the afternoon or listening to it on the radio if you were at work. I got to say, I've been impressed with this Atlanta Braves team all season. I know it's a shortened season, but the acquisition of Travis Darno was huge. I know the Braves were hesitant about getting rid of Josh Donaldson. He had a great season last year. They had to move on from him. First of all, the starting pitching was in disarray. With the injury to Mike Soroka, and then Cole Hamels got injured, Felix Hernandez opted out. The struggles of Mike fulton and Sean Newcomb. Tuki Toussaint has never really been that dominant ace, but right now they have three pitchers that could carry them in the postseason. Max Freed, Ian Anderson, and Kyle Wright. I'm impressed. And the Braves move on, and, and they'll take on their nemesis. This Dodgers team, they've lost two in the postseason in 2013 and 2018. They don't fare well against the Dodgers. I feel that this team this year matches well against the Dodgers. Houston advances in their division series by defeating the Oakland Athletics 11-6. They will await the winner of the Tampa Bay Rays-New York Yankees Game 5 tonight. Garrett Cole going up against Tyler Glasnow. Winner take all. New York had a very impressive 5-1 victory with a dominant pitching performance from their bullpen, and they even the series. These baseball playoffs are fun. I'm excited just talking baseball. We did have some Thursday night action in the National Football League last night. The Chicago Bears defeat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 20-19. Chicago kicked a go-ahead field goal with about a minute and change left, and Tom Brady driving down the field could not get it done, and Nick Foles does it again 
to Tom Brady. The Bears are now 4-1. and one. Are you starting to be a believer in Nick Foles? He didn't have such a great game last week. No fault to his. Indianapolis' defense is probably one of the best defenses in the league. But he's got a good target. Jimmy Graham, Allen Robinson had 90 yards receiving. Tom Brady was without several players. Chris Godwin was injured. O.J. Howard is out for the season. They didn't have Leonard Fournette. Mike Evans was a little banged up. They're now 3-2. and two. This Buccaneers team is going to be fine. Tom Brady is got control of this offense. They're going to make the playoffs. I don't think that they're the best team in the NFC, though. All right, tonight is game five of the NBA Finals as the Los Angeles Lakers will try to close out the Miami Heat. Still no word on whether Gordon Dragic is going to play, but Bam Adebayo should be playing, and Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero. This Miami, this is their last shot to take down the Los Angeles Lakers. It's been a weird NBA season. Uh, Next year is going to be fun because we're going to get Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving back for the Brooklyn Nets. We're going to get Clay Thompson back for the Golden State Warriors. I don't think the Los Angeles Lakers are going to win the title next year. I know that they're the odds on favorite next year. You've got other teams that are going to be gun and form. And Kevin Durant is still the second best player in the NBA. He is a much better shooter than LeBron. He's got that DNA. He's got that high IQ, 17 years in the league. He's seen every single scenario, situation. Great teammate. Doesn't really need a Hall of Fame coach. I think LeBron's going to pull it out tonight. And the Lakers will get LeBron his his fourth title with three different teams. All right, we have some movement due to COVID in the National Football League. It looks like several more Tennessee Titans players tested positive for COVID-19, and they are going to push that game against the Buffalo Bills all the way to Tuesday. So we're going to have Tuesday night football this week. That's going to cause the Thursday night game between the Bills and the Chiefs to get moved back to Sunday. And the New England Patriots will take on the Denver Broncos on Monday night. So it's time for my NFL picks. And like always, I start with the one o'clock games. The Atlanta Falcons are playing at one. It is going to be their first time in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium with fans. The Falcons go into this game 0-4. Dan Quinn is still the head coach. They're taking on a Carolina Panthers team that is banged up. No Christian McCaffrey. Head coach Matt Rule has got this team believing. They have won two straight. The Falcons have dominated the Panthers the last couple of seasons, including beating them twice several times. They have success against the Carolina Panthers. They are favored by two. I think Matt Ryan is going to have a big game, and they're going to find a way to close the door on the Panthers to get their first victory of the season. I think the Falcons are going to win 28-17, to but it would not surprise me if I came on the airwaves Monday morning and said the Falcons blew another one to push their record to 0-5. If that does happen, for sure, I guarantee you Dan Quinn is done. But Arthur Blank is not going to fire Dan Quinn middle of the season. That's not what Arthur Blank does. If the Falcons go 0-5, they will not make the playoffs, and Dan Quinn will be fired as head coach. The Kansas the City Chiefs will take on the Las Vegas Raiders. The Chiefs are favored by 12. In my opinion, the Kansas City Chiefs are the best team in the National Football League. You can't count out the defending champs without knocking them off first. The Kansas City Chiefs have, in my opinion, the second best quarterback in the league behind Russell Wilson, but Patrick Mahomes has a lot of help. He has a pass rush with Frank Clark and Chris Jones. He's got a great secondary with the Honey Badger. He's got weapons. Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, the Las Vegas Raiders, 
trying to figure out their identity. Are they a run first team with Josh Jacobs? Their defense cannot stop anybody. Derek Carr can be inconsistent at times. Are their wide receivers still banged up? You have Hunter Renfro and you have Henry Henry Ruggs. Darren Waller is an outstanding tight end. But the Raiders have a history of not faring well against the Chiefs, especially now with this Chiefs team with Patrick Mahomes. I think the Chiefs roll in this game and defeat the Las Vegas Raiders 41-20. The Arizona Cardinals will travel to the Meadowlands to take on the New York Jets. The Cardinals are favored by seven. The Cardinals dropped back to earth at two and two. They started the year two and zero. Oh. The Jets are not going to be. The Jets are going to have Joe Flacco as their starter, as Sam Darnold is injured. This Jets team has no weapons. It's going to be a little bit closer. I think the Cardinals get a close victory, 23-20, to to push their record to 3-2. and The Battle of Pennsylvania, the Philadelphia Eagles, coming off of that impressive Sunday night victory over the 49ers, will travel to Pittsburgh to take on the Pittsburgh Steelers, who have, and they're going to take on an Eagles team that's still banged up. And the front seven for the Pittsburgh Steelers is the best in the league. I think Carson Wentz is going to be under duress all day. Ben Roethlisberger is going to make just enough plays to get the victory and the Pittsburgh Steelers win 21 to 17. The Los Angeles Rams favored by seven over the Washington football team. This Washington football team will be without Dwayne Haskins. He has been benched. He is now the third string quarterback. So coming in to take his place is Kyle Allen, who did very well for the Panthers and under Ron Rivera last year. The Washington football team is banged up on the defensive line and this Rams squad and the Los Angeles Rams know how to use their receivers. Jared Goff with Cooper Cup, DJ Henderson in the back field the rams get an impressive victory on the road 30 to 17 the baltimore ravens trying to prove that they're one of the best teams in the nfl with Lamar Jackson. They are favored by 12 against the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, Joe Burrow has thrown for 300 yards passing in the last three games. This will be a wake-up call for him. The Ravens' defense is going to make him uncomfortable. Lamar Jackson will have a big lead. Joe Burrow will put up some points, but it won't be enough. And the Ravens win this game 38 to 24. The 0-4 Houston Texans will take on the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are 1-3. Houston is favored by 5.5 points. They're going to have, with Bill O'Brien being fired, they're going to have interim head coach Romeo Crennel. They're going to play with sense of pride. They're going to play with a sense of pride. This is not an 0-4 team. Deshaun Watson has a lot of talent. He has good weapons around him. He doesn't have his wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins. He left free agency, but he does have David Johnson as a running back, Will Fuller, wide receiver, Brandon Cooks. This is a very talented team not to not to win a game. I feel they get the victory over a Jaguars team that still does not have a whole lot of talent. They were so confident after that first week with the victory over the Colts, and they have lost every game since. Houston gets the victory 31-23. to The San Francisco 49ers will host the Miami Dolphins Dolphins at Levi Stadium. The 49ers are favored by nine. I feel that's a lot of points for a team with a lot of mysteries. We don't know if Jimmy Garoppolo is going to start the game. He has practiced the last two practices. If they go with Nick Mullins, we really don't know what type of team we're going to get. Now, don't be shocked. This Dolphins team played the Seahawks very tough last week at home. They have a lot of talented players. Devontae Parker, an outstanding wide receiver. This will be a homecoming for Matt Breida. Wonder if he gets the start over Miles Gaskin. You got the two running backs for the Dolphins. 
Ryan Fitzpatrick still can make plays. It's a big mystery. But the 49ers are going to bounce back after their loss to the Eagles, a game that they feel they should have won. They had a lot of injuries. The talk of the big talk around the league was the deteriorating play of the offensive line. I feel they bounce back. Whether or not Jimmy Garoppolo plays or Nick Mullins, the 49ers defense will find a way to shut down the Miami Dolphins and they eke out an easy they eke out a very close win 19 to 17 so if you're gonna all right this game's a toss-up you got the three and one colts going up against the three and one browns it could be anybody's game you have the veteran quarterback and philip rivers going up against the cocky but savvy baker mayfield he's shown some moxie he knows that it's a run first team the coaching staff Kevin Stefanski could possibly get coach of the year if the Browns make the playoffs. They do have a lot of talent, but he's knowing how to use them. Nick Chubb is going to be banged up, so Kareem Hunt is going to get the start. I'm leaning toward the Colts just for the simple fact that Nick Chubb is not going to be in there, but the Colts have the best defense in all of football. It's going to make Baker Mayfield uncomfortable, and Indianapolis gets a victory 24 to 20. The 1 and 3 Dallas Cowboys will take on the 0 and 4 New York Giants. Dallas is favored by 8.5. What do the Cowboys do well? Obviously, Dak Prescott throws for a lot of yards, but this defense cannot stop a nosebleed. This defense does not play very well. Mike Nolan is lost as a defensive coordinator. They have lost some players. I mean, they gave a big contract to Jalen Smith, Dexter Lawrence. I mean, what is going on with this defense? The offense is fine. Dak Prescott has got some weapons. This is probably the best wide receiving core that Dak Prescott has had in years with C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, and of course the running back Ezekiel Elliott. But their offensive line is banged up. Tyron Smith is out for the year. But I feel this defense is going to give points to the New York Giants. Daniel Jones is going to find plays. The Giants don't want to start 0-5. But this Giants team is rebuilding. They don't have enough talent to match the Cowboys and the Cowboys win in a shootout 37 to 33. The Sunday night game, the Seattle Seahawks taking on the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings came back to life after beating the Texans last week, Dalvin Cook with two touchdowns, and we're going to have the same scenario. Kirk Cousins, he used to not play well in these big games, but after getting that playoff win over the Saints last year, he should bounce back and have a good game. Jordan Jefferson is now the talented wide receiver for the Vikings. And of course, they have Adam Thielen and Kylan Rudolph. This team plays better than one and three. But the Seahawks, you know the Seahawks. Russell Wilson, prime time. He knows how to get it done. One of the weaknesses I said for the Seahawks was the D-line. They just signed over the weekend. Damon Snacks Harrison, the talented all-pro nose tackle. He is going to make a difference on that defensive line. And Russell Wilson, somehow, some way, is going to find a way to get this done. And they win in a close game. He pulls it out at the last minute, and Seattle stays undefeated and defeats the Minnesota Vikings 26-23. to Monday night, we're going to have a doubleheader. We're going to have the Patriots going up against the Denver Broncos, and Cam Newton is not cleared to play. The Broncos have Brett Ripken as their quarterback. Drew Locke is practicing, and this is a toss-up, but the Patriots... If they don't make mistakes, if they get out of their own way, as long as they have a quarterback that can manage the game, Bill Belichick is going to find a way to outcoach Vic Fangio, and the Patriots get a close victory, 16-13. The Monday night game, 
the Los Angeles Chargers going up against the New Orleans Saints. It's going to be in New Orleans. Justin Herbert going up against Drew Brees. And this is the matchup I want to see. Coach Anthony Lynn for the Chargers has named Justin Herbert the starter for the remainder of the season. And that is the right move. He has got a talented arm. Austin Eckler is not going to play as the running back, but they have Keenan Allen. They have Mike Williams, Hunter Henry, very talented team, but the Saints, you're going up against an unstoppable force, going up against a removable object. The Saints are trying to prove that they're the, still the best team in the NFC after starting one and two. And Drew Brees, he doesn't need Michael Thomas. He's got Traquan Smith. He's got Alvin Kamara. He's got some talented wide receivers. He will get the job done like he did last week over the Lions. And the Saints will win 37 to 28. Of course, the Tennessee Titans and Buffalo Bills game is still up in the air, but that's going to be on Tuesday night. I'll talk about that game tomorrow as I preview it. That's going to be exciting. We're going to have Tuesday night football. All right, it's time for my hot sports take Friday. And this is going to be my hot sports take, probably my most controversial hot sports take because I could get some comments about this one. Georgia will beat Alabama next week. Next week, the CBS game on primetime, Georgia will travel to Tuscaloosa to take on the Alabama Crimson Tide. And Georgia's going to beat them. And this is why... Georgia is going to beat him. Nick Saban has not lost to an assistant at all. Kirby Smart, the last two times that his Georgia team has taken on Alabama, the SEC title game in 2018 and the national championship game in the 2017 season. The SEC title game in 2018, Georgia had a 28 to 14 lead over Alabama. Jake Fromm was throwing passes in the end zone. Georgia was rolling. They had the run game going. Everything was working. They were in position to kick a field goal that would have put them up 31 to 14. Tua Tagovailoa was not getting the job done. He got injured. In comes Jalen Hurts. Georgia did not prepare for Jalen Hurts at all. He comes back and they win the game. Alabama wins the game over Georgia in the SEC title game. Rewind it one year before in the national championship game in 2018. Georgia's up 20 to seven. Nick Saban made the change at halftime to bring in Tua Tagovailoa, an unproven freshman quarterback who was a better passer than Jalen Hurts. Nothing was working with Jalen Hurts. Tua did throw a pick. It didn't It didn't seem like it was gonna happen overnight. There were some close plays, but of course everybody's gonna talk about the second and 26 in overtime where Tua threw the long pass to Devonta Smith. So this game now, I know Georgia doesn't have Jake Fromm anymore, but Stetson Bennett is a quarterback that has proven, well, first of all, they got to beat Tennessee this week. I hope they're not overlooking Tennessee because I feel that they're going to win by three touchdowns. They they are one of the best teams in all of college football. They're ranked fourth for a reason. They've proven after beating Auburn, they've proven they could beat anybody in the league and that defense is a championship defense. Alabama's not going to get the big plays like they did in the previous games. Georgia has NFL corners. They have a talented safety in Richard LeCount. They have talented linebackers in Monty Rice, N'Kobe Dean, and Nolan Smith. If Georgia's wide receivers get open, if George Pickens has a big game, Zamir White running the ball, I honestly feel that Georgia will find a way to win this game because Kirby Smart has circled this game on his calendar since they knew when the schedule was going to come out. And for the first time in SEC history, a Nick Saban assistant will finally defeat him. Georgia is very close to Alabama in rankings. And as far as recruiting, 
They've had a top five recruiting class over the last couple of years. And Mac Jones is a good quarterback for Alabama. He's not a special quarterback like Tua Tagovailoa or even Jalen Hurts. Georgia will have the game plan to shut him down with the defensive line and with their running and with their running back Zamir White. I know this is a very hot sports take. There's a lot of Alabama fans out there that just want to criticize me for saying this, but hey, this is my hot sports take. I'm sticking with it. If I'm wrong next week, I can see if Alabama defeats Georgia. I will say, well, Alabama's still the best program in all of football. They're not losing to Ole Miss this week. Although I'm really looking forward to seeing Nick Saban going up against Lane Kiffin. That is all the time I have on the show. I want to thank all my listeners. Don't forget to download my podcast and listen to my podcast wherever you get your podcast. Hope everybody has a great weekend of watching nothing but sports. And I will talk to you next week. Have a good weekend, everybody. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been The Sports Beat, with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.